my wife Tanya and I have decided that it would be valuable for us as we're going through this COVID-19, whatever it is, situation, um, to keep kind of an audio journal about what we're thinking and feeling. And so this is our first session sitting down to talk about this. Uh, it's rec It was recorded on March 13th, which is now yesterday. Uh, today is the 14th, Saturday. This was recorded on the 13th, Friday. Um, and uh, here are some thoughts. So if you think that might be useful for you to listen in on, here you go. March 13th? Mm-hmm. It's Pi Day tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It was Friday the 13th, I realized Yeah. this evening. Friday the 13th. They announced with COVID-19, what happened today? As a, they, it's always they, so hard to remember to the morning. Right. Well, a couple of, was it yesterday they announced schools were going to be closed for an extra two weeks following March break. Our March break mm -hmm. starts tomorrow. Well, mm -hmm. I guess next week isn't March break. Mm -hmm. They extended it into April. Mm -hmm. And today. Day, I think today was the day that President Trump declared a national emergency. Okay. That was this afternoon. Right. Which already feels like s several days ago. So I don't remember what happened this morning at all. And then this evening in Toronto, the health officials did, they said they're closing libraries, they're closing all the Rec centers, rec centers, March break camps, all March break camps, and and any child care, so daycares. It sounded like they were some daycares, it licensed, like licensed daycares. daycares, and all the tourist attractions are closed. CN Tower, Brom, AGO. So they're really making people stay home over the March break. Yeah, but they haven't said that we can't go to parks and outside. No. So we'll see. They haven't even, they have not, have they banned large gatherings, over 250 people? I don't think they've banned it, but it sounded like they're discouraging people from meeting in groups. Mm-hmm. I don't think the language they've used has been so strong as ban. Well, I don't think they can, but like, mm. yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what is, if Avery can have playdates over March break with just a friend or two friends. Yeah, that's, I think, I think no one would think that was unreasonable. Yeah. But definitely, so today we got a bunch of emails at work. Basically, they've told people to, st I think between yesterday and today, they've told people to work from home if they can to if you go if you're traveling out of the country you have to you can't come into work for at least two weeks after you get back um, they're going to start screening people next starting oh, Monday good. at work yeah they're going to have people screened the research team so we got a special email saying you know, work from home if you can, but we may need to redeploy some researchers to help with screening procedures. It'll be oh. interesting because they, yeah, like who's going to basically stand around and ask people? Potentially some people in research will get asked to do that. Mm -hmm. 
I'm just scrolling through Twitter to see if I can remember what happened this morning. But and it sounds like so in the u.s the situation in the u.s is far worse in canada still in canada yes. i think what's the total number in canada now it's like in like a hundred ish probably it's over a hundred i think it, it was a hundred and seventy nine maybe i saw today in ontario it's maybe 80 something around like that. 80 yeah and it's still in ontario at least it sounds like all the cases it's it's not spreading through the community yet it's all the cases are still related mm -hmm. to someone who traveled outside of the country brought it yes. back and maybe their family member got it as well or someone close to them got it as well but yes but it's very that's what it sounds like but you never know because this is a very insidious disease and it could be spreading in the community and we're just not testing widely enough yeah because although we've done 4,000 tests, that's still not, it's not that a much. lot to be like very confident that you've caught all community spread when you have such a diverse population everywhere, coming from everywhere. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's what's behind the motivation to close everything proactive. oh yeah i'm sure that is because we're we can't be confident yeah so they so i mean it seems like if you compare it to all the other countries what we've heard about what's been going on in other countries it sounds like ontario and toronto specifically they're being more proactive than anywhere yes. else really by closing schools for extra yes. two weeks this by early canceling everything basically mm-hmm mm -hmm. I think Japan did it pretty early too. Yeah. I remember they closed schools very early and so did Germany, but I don't know if Germany did it across the whole country. So with that said, maybe we're not as secure as I have been feeling. And the big scare still seems to be the big thing I'm worrying we were talking about earlier is just the US because they seem to be out of control. They're still not testing enough. They don't No, they, they have no idea what's going on. So things are really probably very out of control already in the US and multiple mm -hmm. there's probably outbreaks in multiple major cities. Yes. And like Washington, in New York, Seattle, in Washington, in their state, hospitals yeah. are already, they're already running out of supplies. Yeah. And in New York State, different places are in emergency situations. And where else in the U.S.? Is it two, is it the, those two? That in are the California, big, I think, too. They California. have a big outbreak. But there's cases everywhere. Right, like cause in, in, in Canada, state. we heard about we heard about someone traveling from Hawaii that got it. Mm -hmm. Someone in who Las traveled to Vegas. Las Vegas got it. Someone yeah. who came here, who right. came back from Las Vegas, right. brought it here. That was the one from the conference, right? Someone that went to a conference here. Was that the Las Vegas person? I don't know. I don't know why the they Sudbury went to Vegas. Conference. Oh, no, the Sudbury guy was in Toronto. But the conference was here. The conference was in Toronto, but they I feel like they went... No, no, they got it there, right. Okay, 
Oh, and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, his wife has COVID-19. She got it in the UK. Right. She got it in the UK. We and heard. so both the Prime Minister, so they're both isolated, obviously. I wonder who's taking care of their kids. I think their kids are with them. Like, I think they isolated with their family. With their kids? Yeah. Um, and also John Tory's isolated. Right. And Josh Matlow. And one Josh one Matlow. Our, one of our city councilors. Our city councilor. And, yeah, in the, in the U.S., the high-profile, there's the, the high-profile cases of Tom Hanks, his wife, Rita. Mm. I forget what her last name is, Rita something. I don't know. And there was an NBA player, I can't remember his name, but that basically led to the whole NBA getting shut down, and then shortly after, all professional sport basically got shut down yesterday. All professional sport everywhere. Indefinitely indefinitely done for now. And President Trump has been exposed to COVID-19 multiple times, and he hasn't been tested yeah. He doesn't seem to want to be tested. Right, because people, other people that were exposed to the same people have put themselves in quarantine. and Like Ted Cruz went in quarantine. Yeah. And, and today, when, they, when Trump, he announced the national emergency from the Rose Garden, and there were a lot of reporters that were posting video and pictures of kind of behind the scenes of that press announcement and how they were taking absolutely no infection um, prevention prevention methods at all with like the president and the vice president and like Mm -hmm. all these people they don't they don't get it obviously Mm -hmm. and you were saying that there's now multiple people predicting a million people could die in the U.S. from this? Yes. So I've heard it three times with varying sources. So the first source is not credible because I don't remember who it was. It was just a tweet. The second source is a document from the CDC. I'm not sure if it was a document they gave out or if it was leaked to the New York Times. And they predicted between... They gave four scenarios, A, B, C, and D, and they predicting between 200,000 to 2.3 million deaths. Mm. And then the third is based on the Joe Rogan interview I was just listening to with, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, mm-hmm. some expert that he's interviewing, and, and based on their modeling, they think 96 million people could be infected. So I'm just extrapolating that with a death rate of about 1%. Right. He'll have about a million deaths. Yeah. Yeah, so this this um the there's still I mean up I, mean, I didn't see any today, but definite so in the media there's up until like two days ago there's still discussions about how this is you know, the flu is worse than COVID nineteen. And it's definitely there's definitely people who believe that because of these mis- mixed messages that have been in the media. Mm-hmm. 
By like, every hour, that must be less people. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's less and less people. But there's still, like, I think there's still people who believe that. I think there's lots of people who believe that it's overblown. And may they be the ones that get it. It feels, it just feels like it was so, it's just irresponsible the way the media was speaking, like was talking about this at first. It's human nature to be in denial. See, I always thought human nature was to be risk averse, like to be afraid, like to be naturally afraid of risk, like to kind of panic. Like that is kind of like, you know, but my understanding is when we were like hunter gatherers and like you saw the bushes rustle, we, those of our ancestors that ran away when they heard the mm -hmm. bushes rustle, are uh, we descended from them because the other ones got, were a higher chance of getting eaten by a lion but only when i feel like this is this fits into malcolm gladwell's default to truth hypothesis yeah when somebody lies to you it takes like there has to be so many red flags before you catch on you just yeah. default to truth like yeah. and i think probably the same is true with our psyche we default to the norm we default to everything being okay yeah you if somebody gets diagnosed with a disease you're in denial you default to the person's gonna get better yeah you default to the world's not gonna change you you know, like you default to the norm and i'm like that very strongly you're like that a lot less I so you knew this thing was coming a couple weeks before I did because I was strongly in denial at the beginning yeah maybe I just I tend to overshoot the other way often. yeah actually that's true <laughs> <laughs> you default to everything going to hell yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah it, it feels like people will I mean it definitely the mood in the Media seems to be certainly shifting as things get shut down and people are recognizing how our lives are probably going to be affected forever for not just weeks, but now we're talking, you know, I think most people are now starting to talk months, right? Three to yes. six months. They'll be drastically affected for months, mm -hmm. but I've, this is just going to be, it's going to alter the world again. Mm-hmm. And the question is, do we, will we look back at a time before COVID-19 and say, oh, remember when we used to go to mm -hmm. SARS stock? Will there be, will there be such a thing <laughs> as COVID stock? I cannot believe How that there was a SARS stock with 400,000 people. 400,000 people. We were both there. It was a fundraiser there. for an infectious disease. I was not there. I was oh, in you Indiana there? that summer. <gasps> I was there. It was... I missed the summer of SARS and the blackout. Oh, yeah. But will if there's a COVID-19 stock, it'll be online Which only. clearly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> clearly, yeah. there will not be. We'll go back to telethons. Yeah. Yeah. But the... Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to record, because I feel like there's... that You know, there's so many... I keep having these ideas about what are the opportunities that exist in, in, in these kind of 
crazy times and a lot of people obviously gig workers and people with people who are underemployed to begin with are probably really in trouble but it feels like there's also all of these opportunities that are jumping that are being that are out there like all these kids are going to be stuck at home now for the next three weeks and the parents are going to be going crazy trying to figure out what to do with them because they can't go anywhere and they can't Mm -hmm. camps like can't even do camps what are they going to do so like coming up with online craft things you can do with kids like streaming streaming things and teaching and i feel like we're actually the worst person people to do this because we don't have to do this with our own children they're so much easier to entertain (laughs) yeah for a child we like don't do anything i feel like the whole world the whole city now is just going to be living our life where you barely leave the house and when you do leave the house you just go to the park and then you come right back (laughs) (laughs) that's just everyone's just gonna be living the the martin doodle lifestyle yeah but but for people who don't have kids and want to make some money i feel like there's got to be ways like you could essentially sign up you could you could run an online camp for like an hour a day every day from 10 to 11 you do a craft with kids on whatever the latest i don't know zoom like webinar session we could make little um paper mache covid19 <gasps> viruses oh i was gonna say masks you can make your own, <laughs> can make your own n95 mask i thought that's where you're going with that no that would be even better i was just thought the virus would be funny and then the other thing is with like so esports and streaming video games sports all that stuff like it's been wait it's been building slowly over the past like year two years now with all other professional sport done it's like it's the only sport left you can tune i mean esports still they do in arenas with big groups of people so it's also taking a hit but if but then like streaming sports like you could run esports like it's much easier it's more conducive to running esports in a remote kind of way they could have people Mm. literally in their own homes but competing in the overwatch league whatever i think that's one of the big leagues i was just reading about it a little bit today but what if this is the start of streaming sports esports because people have no other sports to watch it could be I just realized that I'm very tired, <laughs> and it's past my bedtime. All right. Well, I guess we've we've captured the key details. Anything else you want to say? I mean, I wish I could remember what happened this morning, but I really can't. And getting rest, I keep thinking, getting rest, making sure our immune systems are as strong as possible, is one of the things we should be doing. Is is like focusing on just try to get mm-hmm. as much sleep as possible. Oh, this mo- this isn't news, but oh. this morning I went to the pharmacy to talk to our pharmacist about how we can get mm-hmm. some stock of glycopyrrolate for Caden. Mm-hmm. And so he, well, first he pushed back a little bit because he's like, oh, the media is making a big deal out of this. And I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be crazy. 
I don't want a year's supply of glycopyrrolate, <laughs> which costs like two thousand and something dollars a month. And like I just a few months ago, the company that make makes Cadence trachs had to close their sterilizing plant, and we couldn't get any trachs for months. And he just looked like shocked, and he just said like, that can "What did you do?" <laughs> We just had to keep reusing the same old tricks over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, we got lucky got that we had enough and like we... That they didn't break. Yeah, like they, he didn't destroy them but in that, that is time. when he... That overlapped with the time he was breaking tricks. We got very lucky. It was very thin. Mm-hmm. We actually had to get a... Emergency we had to <laughs> We had to beg one from the vent team. Yeah. Um, but anyways, after I told that story and explained that like I wasn't being a crazy panic person, I just want like a buffer so mm. that we don't have, if we run out of glycopyrrolate, we don't have one day to figure out a solution. We have one month to figure out a solution. Yeah. And so right immediately there, he ordered another month into the pharmacy. So that is there. We have our buffer. I feel much better about that. Yeah, global supply chains. That's something that we're not yeah. thinking enough about. I mean, we are, but a lot of people haven't Well, I mean, there's seen. also there's nothing you can do about it. But like, small businesses rely on manufacturing in China and to, to send their products over. So many things are hap- happen over in China now. Yeah. And they're shut down. It's unclear when they're going to start up again. Mm-hmm. And all like thirty percent, I think like something like thirty percent of our GDP in Canada is based on small businesses, and like a lot of them are in high risk of going under in the next couple of months. Not yeah, it's that's going to be the next wave of of damage to the to everything. It's going to be so difficult for so many people. Mm-hmm. The next few months and somehow I'm deluding myself into thinking that we're not going to be one of those people one of those families um, who knows yeah who knows but like we don't understand where yeah like glycopyrrolate I mean we, we don't know where Caden's medicines really come from so it was like three no. and like India's already started well, they've stopped exporting medications that they create because they think they need them over there. China's could do the same. Yeah. Yeah. Other other opportunities. I mean, doing this, we get to we'll like we'll have more family time over the next three weeks. Is that really what we need? Yeah. We need more family time. Tony and Tillich get divorced before <laughs> COVID-19 <laughs> has circled the globe. Yeah. Right. yeah I mean, it. It. it's going to be something. Summer vacation in March. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a With nothing to do. Although uh, we'll still have to work, too, like this. But we'll. I don't have a job. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah. <clears throat> a new normal. We'll find a new normal. A new normal. We won't because everything will constantly changing. be changing. Yeah. 
like 24 hours, the amount of stuff that happens in 24 hours, the way shift sh shifts happen, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Two days ago, it would have been, it was unthinkable to close everything. And now everything's closed. Yeah. No one's announced that the Olympics are canceled, but I feel oh, like. I'm sure they're going to cancel. Of course they're canceled, but no one's no announced one wants it. To am admit. They don't I feel admit like to the themselves. whole world just is like, oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> no one's even like asking the question. Yeah. Of course they're canceled. Well, I guess that's, is that it for today? I guess I have to go to bed, but I also feel like I could talk about this for literally forever. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. We'll come back tomorrow. Okay, see you tomorrow. Okay. Good night. Good night.